You, you good? You're recording? I'm so wow. recording. Okay, welcome back to Yacht Pod. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Even though it's Lit. afternoon, but this bitch just woke <laughs> up. <laughs> I am exhausted. <laughs> so Literally much exhausted. to do inside the house. Oh, should I say the intro? I didn't even say the intro. I'm so out of it. I know. Well, you can edit this shit. It's fine. Wait, where are we? Do you want to finish your coffee first, bitch? <laughs> Girl, it's so real. Yes, pod, bitch. <laughs> Welcome back to Yes, Pod, Bitch. Legendary Kiki's served weekly drag culture herstory <laughs> rinse and repeat. I'm Benjamin Love. <laughs> Why and is that funny? <laughs> I'm Benjamin Love, and joining me is obviously, duh, my co-host, M. Abeo, the most gorgeous girl on the whole fucking planet. And the most handsome boy. I'll take both. Yeah, like, how do I even... Yep. Shall I compare thee to a Midsummer's Night's Dream? Like, how... Perfect. How do I even... That's actually was on my LinkedIn, so that's perfect. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow, Shakespeare on the LinkedIn, bitch. I'd hire your ass. <laughs> That's actually the last time I checked it was when Shakespeare was re relevant because, you know, who goes on oh. fucking LinkedIn anymore? I know, right? 400 <laughs> years old. Okay, um, let's do one of our favorite things, a segment called Dusted. Oh, oh God, I love this. Where we read a list of current happenings and answer accordingly. Dusted is good, busted is bad for all of our straight friends listening right now. Okay. <laughs> I love that we have straight disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, straight person disclaimer. Um, why are you fucking listening to this podcast? <laughs> Truth. I don't know, whatever, I'll cut this shit out. Okay. <laughs> Do we here. need to start making timestamps for you? Yeah, can we? Boop, right here, yeah. cut all this shit out. Everything to the boop, cut it out. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Leaving the royal family and moving to LA. Dusted, dust them oh. all. I love it. Like, you take I'm those so royals and their mistreatment and their mm. unhealthy matriarchy and tell yes. them where they can put it up their butthole mm. i totally know what it's like to run away from a crazy family and to live in la <laughs> so i say dust right plus it's yeah. like you know it can easily be take the money take the fame all these things and then you just deal with the toxicity but they were like sorry we actually don't want the money and the jewels and the crowns yeah i mean i know this is like aging myself but i think diana would be so proud oh my god yeah. right oh, lady Di would be like that is my boy okay you're gonna make me cry okay sorry if it's real though it's <laughs> real it is real dust it get it uh I don't know if you've seen this, but Too Hot to Handle, a Netflix original? So I keep skipping it, <laughs> but I see it and I don't know what it's about. Okay, let me fill you in. So it's the number one most viewed Netflix show right now. Really? And it's basically just a bunch of fuckable people and a beautiful like beach getaway. And it's like 
you get $100,000 if you don't have sex with anyone. Oh, and you can't even masturbate either for a whole month. Oh, I'd lose. I know, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's like this girl blows someone off and then, so, so the host isn't even a human host, it's like an Alexa speaker. <laughs> like that's how 2020, like this show is, okay? And so like someone like blows someone off or whatever and the Alexa speaker's like, the rules have been breached. A blow off is $5,000 or something like that. And then they're like, oh fuck, who blew someone off? And then there's all this drama. It's garbage television. I couldn't stop watching it. So <laughs> it's, yeah, you you would like it. I think you should go watch it. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll probably <laughs> hate it, but love it, right? Yeah, because there are these like weird good moments where it's like, we're gonna have a girls retreat and like the speaker like takes all the girls on the beach and it's like, we're gonna empower our ourselves as women and they like stand over a mirror and they like draw their vagina and they like get in touch with like their feminine. <laughs> it sounds weird, but it was so sweet. And they're all like hugging each other and like, I'm sorry that I they, got Wait, can we back up though? They draw their Skirt. vaginas. Yeah, they draw their vaginas. I don't need my pussy drawn. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, we don't need a picture after birth. Like, come on. <laughs> Afterbirth. It's not by cute. M. Abeo. Like, yeah, none of it's cute. Can your memoir be called Afterbirth, please? No, but there should be a chapter called Afterbirth. Thank you. Making note now. I don't need. <laughs> okay. She's only on chapter okay. two, so. So the verdict's still out on if that's dusted or busted. Okay. We'll touch on it later. Okay. Um, agencies signed virtual models. Have you heard of this shit? A virtual model, like on Instagram, they're not even real models. They're like computerized people, or maybe they're like an actual cute girl, but her face is like totally like CGI'd. Oh. Like look up, uh, and this do you have is, your phone on you? Yeah, this is real? Look, yeah, it's real. Look up at Lil Michaela on Instagram, at L-I-L-M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. She's literally like this gorgeous like, girl and she's doing all these like regular like oh i'm at the mall i'm at the i'm at this party and she's like taking photographs with real celebrities and oh shit gosh. but she's like how does this work a fake person it, it blew my mind yeah like and all the comments are like this girl's photoshop this girl isn't real and, and if someone is like no it's supposed to be like this like it's she's a virtual model and like and now like agencies huge modeling agencies are signing these virtual women. So yeah, busted. Do. No, that's dumb. No. <laughs> like, I, no, I'm just mad about it. I'm mad because now, of course, they can't, all of her faces look the same. Like. Yeah, but like, I'm kind of leaning towards dusted because like, I feel like they're so ahead of their time. I feel like in 50 years, we're all gonna have like our online alter egos, like Lil Michaela, and then our busted ass real life selves, you know, with like, you know, fucked eyebrows. It shit. says she has music even? Yeah, she just released an, it looks like a single or something. But who's singing? Like I'm so confused. I feel like I'm 80 <laughs> all of a sudden. What's going right? on? I just found out about this like last week and I was like, what the fuck? We have to talk about this on the podcast because this is- Like her hands like, look real. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like she's a real girl and she kind of gives these photos to someone to like, Highly Photoshop. It's almost like this comment on like internet reality and persona. I just would culture. like them to make one that is not like society's type of perfect. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel that. Give me some that. thick thighs and, you know. Big Michaela. Like, well, and give me some gender, you know. Oh, yeah. Gender meshing and like, give me all oh, that. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you had your virtual persona, like, that would be it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dusted and busted. All right. Now we're moving on to a part of the show. A little segment we like to call Quick Drag, <laughs> where we recap the latest episode of Drag Race in 30 seconds, because some of us got shit to do today. It was such a good episode. Okay, three, two, one. Kitty Cat mini challenge, super fucking hilarious. Jackie Cox wins. Crystal's parents support Trump. Um, the maxi challenge is drag presidential debate. Incredible, it was hosted by Jeff Goldblum, the hardest I've laughed in an episode ever. probably ever, ever. Um, the category is Stars and Stripes Runway, Black Widow is Black Power, Gigi is George fucking Washington, <laughs> and Jada fucking wins. She was so fucking funny, and that's 30, oh, I'm sorry, Goldblum cries and Widow goes home, that's 30 seconds. <laughs> can, can we discuss the lip sync and Goldblum crying? I was Dying. I could not. He that was so, so invested. Sweet. He was so emotional. He was, it was like he had never seen the process before and it was just touching his heart. Yes. And I He's was like, like, I was yelling. I was screaming to the other room. I was like, he is crying. It is happening. Yes. Somebody is crying during RuPaul's lip sync and it's everything. Oh. You know he does jazz shows, like little 30, 40 people oh, jazz yeah. shows? My my brother went to one and he got to meet him. Stop. Yeah, we should go to one. I would love that. He's fascinating. In fact, I meant to look up what sign he was. Because he's an oddball, like... Yeah, I mean, when he was hosting the drag presidential debate, I was in tears how funny he was. And then like in actual tears when he started crying during the lip sync. I love the weird little ending they did with him. Like when everybody yeah, was like, gone. Yeah, the episode <laughs> ends and he's still standing at the like judge booth and he's like, yeah, well, wow, this is it. This, wow, all right. And it just cuts to credits. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but I can do this every time. Like, and also, uh, what, can we talk about the weird Miss Michelle Visage not there? audio that they did with her and then the weird jealousy with the woman is michelle being phased out was she just not oh. there for an episode i feel like maybe she just wasn't there for an episode because no i think they wouldn't yeah that other that new girl was nowhere near michelle Visage. okay but she of... was so her comedy and her comebacks were so great in the debate yeah. though I just kept looking at her hair and I was like, I oh, want yeah. it to be bigger. I want it to be bigger. <laughs> okay, so aesthetically, she was not Michelle Visage, but yeah. like wit-wise, I thought she was a little funny. Yeah, she was fucking. But yeah, I want to know um, the tea behind that. I loved all of the, all of the, pol I, I'm not a political person. I hate even listening to two seconds of CNN. I'm political in terms of like, I will stand up for what's right and go vote for what's right. But like, I loved that these girls, two girls got super political. Uh, Jackie Cox, she wore her Muslim Right, that was dope. And then uh, Black Widow, she wore this beautiful Black Panther. Yes. Um, Afro, and then she was like, held her fist up like Black Power on the that runway. That was dope. I was like, fuck, that's so good. Cause it's like a great take on Stars and Stripes. Yeah. But then uh, Jeff Goldblum was like, he was talking to Jackie Cox when she wore her Muslim drag and he was like, 
you know, doesn't this religion, aren't they very yes. anti-gay? I was really happy that he did that. Yeah, cause he, yeah, and, and I, that made me think, I was like, wait, is this kind of inappropriate for her to be wearing? Would it be no, like- No, I think she was trying to respect the women in her life, which I think is, I got what she was doing, but I think Jeff Goldblum, like, he said what was real and it was so, yeah. it was, cause it was totally on my mind too. Um, because yeah. uh, full disclosure, I used to be part of a religion for 12 years that was connected to Islam, but it was not. And once I, oh. once I heard the information in that faith about uh, how they felt about the queer community and being homosexual, I left. I was done. Good, good. But yeah. yeah, it's and that's why she's not Muslim. But still, um, yeah. yeah, there is a question of that, you know. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of like Muslim gay kids watching, and that headdress probably triggers them because it it maybe reminds them of like their family members right. who disowned them, or you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah, it was definitely a little bit. Yeah, questionable. But yeah, I, th I thought it was also interesting that the two girls who played a more serious kind of religious drag ended up in the bottom. Yeah, I wondered about that. And I wondered yeah. how re how connected that was. Yeah, because we were talking a little bit last week about how like, we want you to not take this competition so seriously. We love queens that are like able to laugh at themselves. And right. it's like, yeah, Drag, you can make a political statement, obviously, but like it's got to be funny too. Right, it's got to right. be entertaining, you know. Also, can no. I tell you, you were in my dream last night. Oh my god! I first what? of all, it was very edible induced, but still, Ooh. we were here in Seattle. You were here, super dressed to the nine. You had a bunch of rings on. That's all I remember. Was I like girl or boy? Uh, very boy, but very chic boy, oh, very gay boy. Okay. Um, and Sophie, who's another face of the project, who you met, um, was also here, very butched out, but glammed. And we were walking into a really popular Seattle gay bar and this yeah. amazing song comes on and the whole place like goes in slow motion as we're walking in. So Mean cinematic. girls kind of like mean yes. girls walking down the hall yes. kind of shot. Yes. It was so cinematic. Was One, I Regina George or were you Regina George? I have to know. Uh, I was. Oh, God damn it. Definitely. <laughs> but you were very like my protector. It was really cute. There were a few people. I was your Gretchen Wieners. Yes, you were. <laughs> it was so good. And I woke up with like this ridiculous level of Benjamin Love confidence. It was great. It was great. Yes, I love that. Yeah. How so. often do you remember your dreams? Oh, every day, every night. <gasps> no. Yeah. I have never met anyone like that. I do the exact same thing. Really? Every night I dream. So to be fair, for years, I never remembered them. And then once mm. I started doing therapy, I mm. started remembering my dreams. Whoa. Do you have a dream journal? No. You should, you should keep one. They're really cool. I'm just learning to journal right now. Yeah. My, my therapist is like, you should write that down. I'm like, bitch, I don't like writing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. I don't write. I'm learning. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You know what that means? If you're like me, all you know is that you're queer and here and like and such as. <laughs> but don't fret, sis, cause you're in lessons for history. Okay, let's let's get to class. Okay, so I got a really fucking cool one this week. Ooh. 
Yeah. Um, it's very American. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> You're like, uh, where's the skip. shady? Where's the shady uh, rattlesnake? Right. <laughs> Insert shady rattlesnake. Thank you for so much, Heidi, for giving Here. a name to that sound. Yes. She is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Um, the U.S. has apparently already had a gay president. What? James Buchanan. He shacked up for 10 years with a future VP, William Rufus King, and was referred to by President Andrew Jackson as Miss Nancy and Auntie Fancy, which is dope, that's my new drag name. No, it's just fucking real. Uh, The person he shacked up with, William Rufus Devane King, was the 13th Vice President of the United States, a friend of James Buchanan with whom he shared a Washington boarding house with. They live together, isn't that so cute? Okay, (laughs) Buchanan's personal life has attracted historical interest as the only president to remain a bachelor. I thought that you had to be married to be a president. Yeah, like you had to be 30 years old, had to be married, have to be a white cis male, like those like the requirements, right? Oh, America, (laughs) oh, America. Jesus Christ, okay. Uh, Several writers speculated he was homosexual, including James Lowen and Robert Watson. And one of his biographers, Gene Baker, argues that Buchanan was asexual, or at least celibate. Mm. That's what everyone says when they think they're not gay. They're like, no, I'm celibate, I'm asexual. Why does the sexuality and the sex practices of a president fucking matter? Yeah, I I think there's like a pendulum like through time, like, you go back to like Louis the 14th in France and to be masculine was to wear high heels, to wear leggings, to wear makeup and a wig. You know, this sounds like I'm describing a drag queen right now. Right. But like but like that was the masculine norms then and then like now I feel like the pendulum is swung and it's like no, to be masculine is to be you know like muscly and don't care about your looks and I don't know. But yeah. Hmm. Well, now I want to go back and look at photos of this person. Dick Buchanan, huh? America's Dick. Dick Rufus Buchanan. Show me your goods, girl. Show me that all-American eagle. Oh, God. Well, you know that the, that, uh, so the religion that I told you I used to be part of, they actually had, like, a hierarchy of, of people, like, you know, not a president, but, like, a board of people. And one of their rules was they didn't want females on that board because of um the unexpected behavior females show that Menstru- oh, okay it's always that the Bitch, fucking let me tell cycle. you something let me show you that unexpected behavior i feel like if anything like if a woman can bleed from her vagina every month <laughs> and still do her regular like routines that shows you that like that bitch is capable of anything. Like imagine like if men had to bleed from their penises every month, we'd be like, um, the third week of the month is for vacation. And we'd have like natural, like third week of the month male vacation for our week penis days. It's so real. Y'all would not be able to handle it. Yeah, but y'all like just handle, y'all get with it, y'all, yeah. I have mad respect for that. I mean, who knows? You know what my my, uh, theory is, because I know you hate politics, but I'm about to go there had a revelation the other night that 
because Biden, not a huge fan, but, you know, he's the Democrat we need to vote for, whatever. Sure. But, you know, the speculation was that he was going to ask Kamala Harris to be his VP because Kamala Mm -hmm. Harris will get so so many different lanes of the votes. But she's not actually liked by all the liberals. And Mm -hmm. then, and then, I thought, what what if he nominates Michelle Obama? The gag. We would fucking win. We would win. Yes. And then maybe Biden has a stroke or something. <laughs> and then Michelle has to take. <laughs> that girl, you're getting my hopes up. Right? In 2020, if I've learned anything for 2020 is don't get your Okay, up. but, or she could come in and save the fucking world. That's the That's thing. True. Is that she true. has always been asked if she would ever run for president. And her exact yes. words have always been, I would not run for president. Mm-hmm. That does not mean nomination for Vice. VP. That gets her out of the debates. That gets her out of the mudslinging. That gets her yeah. out of all of that. I just feel that like that bitch works so hard to be like a support system and to be this powerful, like, you know, first woman for eight years. And like, that's a takes a toll. That takes a toll on your personal life, like your kids even your relationship with your husband, but I feel like she's finally like, okay, now I can enjoy my life. Like, I don't know if she wants to step back in that ring, you Ma'am. know? Right, right. But man, yeah. Michelle Obama, come on, Ugh. Michelle. Come on, Michelle. She's godly. <laughs> so good. And who knows? We could like have virtual models running for president. Right? And fucking God, who knows? Um, we never Dude. talked about who was kicked off, by the way. Oh yeah, Widow. She was so sad, was and so I felt like sad. she was so mad almost, you know? Like She was, yeah, I feel like she was like, I waited, I worked my whole life fighting, you know, it's so hard for a black queen. Right. You know, just talking to Hershey that we had on the show last week, like, right. and even Hershey just released a rant on her Instagram, which everyone needs to go watch. Because, yeah, it's about how, like, black girls, a lot of times they don't get picked over these white queens, you right. know? Widow had to work twice as hard in like the trajectory of her career to just get there. Right. You know, she's had to combat wealth inequality, racism, you know, all this shit. And I feel like that black power was just like, that outfit was just like the epitome of like- It was epic. I'm here. It was epic. Yeah, to go out on that note, I think is so divine and like, it's just perfect timing. I cried. I'm I'm gonna miss that. I bitch. didn't. I didn't not agree with it because I did feel like she's just mm-hmm. she's been overthinking everything, and I, it was probably her time. Um, she's yeah. just not able. In the beginning, when she first started, she was able to give this like comic relief that mm-hmm. she just lost when she started overthinking everything. Meanwhile, yes. you know, you've got somebody like Heidi who's coming into her comic relief now and realizing she's yes. listening. So she knows what's making people laugh. Yes. You know, Widow was, uh, she's just, she's overthinking. She's thinking about what they want to hear rather than just saying it. Yeah. And and some part of me like feels bad because I know like people who do overthink or who are their own saboteurs, they, they get those saboteurs in their minds from being hurt, you know, yep. from experiencing my trauma, life. like, yeah, Talk right. To my therapist, like, yeah, I just like sabotage everything. Yeah, like you've been rejected time after time. And so it's like in your head, you have this person saying, oh, you're not enough. You've been rejected a million times before. Of course you'll be rejected again. And you start, like, how do you not sabotage yourself with yep. that amount of trauma? So yeah, I've got this in my head. This just happened to me. How many things can I do now to make 
you see how amazing I am so that this doesn't happen again. And then it just turns yeah. into a just Jan situation where we're just like, mm-hmm. like, and that's tap dancing and showing you all the yeah. things and jazz hands and here's my kitchen sink and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but that is my life. I'm learning to unravel that now, but eight years yeah. of therapy later. Get it, girl. Psh, baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> little baby, baby steps. Little baby ones. Little baby ones. Little baby ones. So what are you excited about this week? I'm um, doing a podcast interview for my other podcast on Monday with a very controversial yes. local chef who is yes. basically the anarchist of the chef's community. And for those of you who don't know, M has a... She's founded Faces of Fortitude, which is a suicide... It's almost like a, mental, it's, a pla- it's a safe space. Yeah, for people mental touched by illness, suicide. suicide. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, she's got this other podcast, which is incredible, go listen to it. But yeah, she's having this anarchist chef on, come on. And you, you're coming up, your episode. Yeah. Amazing, episode. amazing. I know, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, so those are the things I'm, I'm the most excited about. What about you? Let's see, what am I excited about? Oh, I just ordered a bunch of wigs on Amazon that I'm very excited about. Was this after the Hershey episode? You were like, that's from Amazon? Yes, <laughs> I, I messaged her and I was like, Hershey, send me all of your damn Amazon links for your wigs, your eyelashes. <laughs> Girl, I went ham. But I bought all this shit and then Amazon's like, your wigs will be there in one month and i was like oh fuck because obviously like wigs aren't like an essential item so i'm not pissed about it i'm like send your ventilators send me the wigs <laughs> later like i'm good <laughs> um so yeah i went to walgreens where i was shamed for not wearing a mask because i totally forgot my mask sorry everybody wear masks um but yeah i and i bought like a bunch of gorgeous like eyelashes and yeah i got my walgreens drag on now so i can't get my amazon drag on She's gorgeous. I'm having fun with it. Are you good at putting lashes on? No, I don't think anyone's good at putting lashes on. They're hard as shit. I'm a mess. I'm a mess when I put on lashes. Girl, I don't know. There's there's magnetic ones now. What? Yeah, you put like these little tiny pads on your eyes that have like magnet, and then you put the lash just goes, and you're just like, what? I saw a video of it, and this girl was like mind blown. Oh my God. I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Cause this girl like takes tweezers and pens and then I'm like, like this. And it's yeah. still raggedy. It's very raggedy. It's very raggedy Aiden. And very Aiden. Very Aiden Snatch Game. Yes. Can Aiden Snatch Game just be like a synonym for busted? Like, I just need a gif of Aiden's um, poor little contact going Rye when they were talking to the judges <laughs> for every time I'm like caught off guard with somebody I'm just gonna send that gif of just like this yeah. eye like hi, fucked up hi. eyes <laughs> 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 wonderful I'm gonna go right all day and I'm gonna practice some longboarding cause you know California's coming up Yes, longboard girl. I saw you longboarding in the hallway. Oh my god! I and then my and then this old lady had like I was like, why is my right leg sore? The next day, I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm old. I just longboarded for an hour in the hallway on fucking carpet, and she was sore. So great. Yeah. Sophie, who's teaching me, was just kind of like, I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> like, bitch, leave Beautiful. me alone. I got this. 
You're living your truth. Right. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to well, be longboarding down Pacific Coast Highway soon. I better see it, girl. It's happening. I want a live Insta video. Yes. Of your longboarding ass <laughs> flying down. Pacific no flying. Out. We will not fly. We will coast Ooh. slowly because then we will. Scooting. Yeah, we don't want to break a hip. <laughs> Oh, God. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you so much. Take care of yourselves. Love Wear you. masks. Wash your damn hands. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.